Welcome back, everybody. This is Ahmed. And Luffy. And this is the Brotherly Love Podcast, episode 26. 26. A lot of us, uh, not even, oh yeah, a lot of us, because I consider it a family, have been asking, where y'all niggas been? Where y'all at? Hmm? What's been going where on? Where y'all at, dude? Where your mom at, where y'all nigga? At, hmm? Where they where, at? Where, where your mom where at, they nigga? At? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, honestly, I think what it was is just that, like, a lot of life stuff just happened, really, in terms of our scheduling. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're both busy people. We both yeah. got a lot going on. So, um, you know, we just took a week off, you know, and then we had to cram in today's episode. So we're yeah. up a little early for you guys, even earlier than we normally. It's a morning show, but we're on the early morning flow. You feel me today? So, what time do you wake up? Uh, you know, as usual, 4 a.m., my guy. All right, so now he wants to be all <laughs> Mr. CEO, and I'm on my sh- Okay. Nah, nah. I mean, before I did, I woke up, like, around... Around 4. It was, like, a little after 4. Okay. Um, you know, and then started reading the news. Um, you know, I got to stay on top of the, the business and stuff like that. Did my meditations, my prayer, my affirmation, set my intentions. Sounds like a good, like a good morning. Made a good cup of coffee, got my banana, got the water going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very productive. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, bro. How was your morning? Uh, it, it was weird. Uh, I didn't. Weird. Hmm? weird. Yeah, I didn't really sleep well last night. Um, I kept like it was weird. Like my body felt restless, but my mind was just like still like just like concerning about things that have even happened yet. You know, it would be like, oh, you have an exam in a week. Oh, you have these projects you have to do. You have a paper to do today. You know what I'm saying? Like a bunch of stuff. So it was. It kept like I tried meditating, all that stuff. Nothing worked. Mm-hmm. Like I think the only time it worked was I was playing meditation music, and then I slept for like maybe an hour and a half, but then I woke up again, and I was like, "Bruh, <laughs> how did you? How did you go to sleep last night?" Initially, I just knocked out. And that's what I mean. Is like when you say you knocked out, do you mean like? I mean like, did you pass out or did you intentionally go to sleep? No, I passed out. Okay. Yeah, like like I my body was just tired. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm gonna go to sleep. And then I woke up around like two and I was just like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's the stress of of reality itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a lot of stuff that's going on. And so, like, I just woke up and I was like, OK, let me try meditating. You know what I'm saying? Just because I have certain mechanisms that work and none of them really worked. And I was just like, damn, bro. So I'm a, I'm going to still make sure that I have a great day and to, to meditate, to pray, to make sure that I'm on my health. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, high hopes. High hopes. A lot of times, I think when you um, pass out instead of going to sleep, like you know, like you're up working and you're like you're stressing. You're, the last thing before you go to sleep is like you're thinking about stuff. Like mm. you have, oh, I got this on my mind. I got that on my mind. And like because you don't give yourself the space to intentionally fall asleep, as in like, hey, I want to go to sleep in the next thirty minutes. Let me put my phone down. Let me go brush my teeth. Let me go stretch, meditate, lay down, close my eyes. Like instead of going through that like nighttime ritual, and I know this because like it happens to me all the time. Yeah, like, same, bro. You mean you guys walk? You know, you guys walk past my room. I'm, he be knocked out be on the foam roller, bro. He's like floor every almost every night, passed out on the floor. Like you know, and yeah. and it's not healthy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like just keeping it real. Like a lot of it comes from the fact, like you said, you find me on the foam roller. It's because. I'm I'm so tired and tensed up from the day. I'm like, all right, let me stretch out and lay down. Yeah. And so I'm over there rolling and stuff. And then I end up just passing out instead of like, 
you sit down and you say, hey, these are the things I want to accomplish tomorrow. Hey, this is how my day today went, reflecting back on it. Wow, I'm really grateful that A, B, and C happened today. Oh, man, yeah, let me go to sleep. I'm excited for tomorrow. Mm. You know, like, it's so rare that I put out that energy at night before I go to sleep. So it's also rare that, like, I get really good night's sleep. Mm. You know, so that might be something, too, you know? No, too. yeah, like, I, I definitely consider it... Because uh, I think sometimes you don't even consider that your stress is even really stress. Because mm-hmm. you're like, why do I have to be stressed about? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is just simple life, whatever it is. Um, but then when you take a second to take a step back and like kind of evaluate how your day was, your interactions, how you felt about such interactions, you know what I'm saying? Like th- things in that nature, like you realize like your body is actually very, very tense. And I didn't realize about myself that uh, last night. Because when I woke up, bro, like body sore. Like I was like, oh my God, you know, I feel achy. So a morning like today, sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm. a morning like today where it's like you didn't get off to the to a great start. Yeah. What do you do to correct course? The way I do it is just I I take time on myself. So before I even start any kind of work, music, whatever it is, I, I take like time on myself, like probably an hour and doing what I consider like rituals that just help my body. So deep stretches. You know what I'm saying? Having, uh, meditating outside, you know what I'm saying? Journaling, like extensive journaling to really clog out everything that's on my mind onto paper. Um, and from there, it's like, okay, now you have a a good sense of balance in your body. Mm. All right, what do you want to do next? You know? Um, and then for me, what I do is instead of attacking, because I know people say attack the, the first, like, hardest thing to do. I don't do that. I do like the, like the first like eat two, three easiest things to do that I know don't take that much time because then it keeps the ball rolling. Then it's a snowball effect. I'm like, oh, it's not even that bad. So then when I attack the hard thing, it's not that bad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's different ways of going about it. And that's that's one of the big things, too, that like I hate about. Uh, I don't know if it's success or about people who like teach about success. I don't think they emphasize enough how personalized it is or mm. it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and, and like there's a as the phrase goes, like there's a million different ways to like skin a cat or an elephant or whatever. You know, and it's like for instance, if people have a lot of debt, right? There's one method where it's like, all right, logical sense, you know, I'm gonna pay off the debts that have the highest interest rates first, right? And then there's another school of thought that's like, hey, human psychology pay off your smallest debts first so that you feel a sense of accomplishment. Right? Like the snowball method, like Dave Ramsey versus like the logical method. And like, what you find is that things that like, you think are logical, right? Like, yo, let me wake up and and attack a big item. Like that could actually set, set a lot of people like off on the wrong, like continue down the wrong path. Cause you Hell can wake yeah. up and be like, damn. Like the first thought bigger. that comes into yeah. your mind isn't like, all right, let me center myself. It's damn, because I got this big-ass assignment. Like, yeah. It's like the cover of Kendrick Lamar's album. <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah, no. She just smacks you. <laughs> Especially how with school's going right now, like, bro, like, don't get me wrong. I've had semesters, I'm like, oh, you know, the school workload is whatever, da, 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 da. Bro, it's, it's wild how it is on online school, especially as a, a senior, like, last semester. So it's like every day is like, oh, I have this, I have, an, I have a meeting, I have to market this. And it's like a bunch of stuff to do throughout the day. And so like even this morning, initially, right, I was like, all right, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to knock out this uh, part one paper, which is like a thousand words, which isn't that bad, but it requires you to really sit down and like get the knowledge, you know what I'm saying, write it down. And then 
like, I'm kind of glad I didn't, because I feel like if I did, I would have been like, damn, <laughs> like, this is a lot, like, it's more than just, oh, typing a paper. I have to create a whole brainstorm document of what I want to talk about, and then apply it to the paper. Yeah. And so uh, people consider that uh, easy, but to me, I hate writing. It's funny because I'm a music artist, but I hate writing papers. I hate it. It's so annoying. I'm just like, ah, whatever. So, uh, yeah, regardless, even though I woke up on a really bad foot and I was like, damn, I don't even want to do the podcast, whatever it is, I knew in my mind, I was like, there's you wanting to do something and then there's discipline, Mm. right? So if I only went throughout my life saying I'm doing things because I want to do it, I would never be going anywhere you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah it's that's such a fine line to balance it is it's hard you know because it's like yo you want certain things in life right and that want is also a feeling Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so it's like your dedication to stuff is supposed to be an internal locus of control it's outside of your external emotions and how they're influenced by other things but it's like at the same time, at the same damn time, shout out to Future. <laughs> at the same damn time. <laughs> so many, bro. We'll be dropping references <laughs> in these joints, bro. <laughs> uh, but like at the same time, it's like, all right, well, that's that's like some emotion of what I want, right? It's like the difficulty of life and the, th- and the steps that you have to take to accomplish that goal question what it is that you actually want. It throws it into question a lot of times, you know? And that's where a lot of people... I don't necessarily think that people aren't dedicated. Not everyone's dedicated. I do think that if someone... It's something that they really want, I think that almost anyone will be dedicated to it. Of course. I think the issue is that people don't really want the things they say they want. (laughs) Uh, You know, it goes back to that discussion. I think I just had it with you, like, a couple days ago. Or maybe I threw the topic out. Maybe I didn't, mm -hmm. you know? Do people want to be successful or do they want to look like they're successful? You know, do they actually want to be successful or do they just want to show other people that they're successful? You know, because actually being successful is a huge responsibility. You know, it's a huge undertaking. And I don't think enough people. And when I talk, when I say like being successful, yes, there's the normal social standards of success and you can apply it to those things. But it's really it. it, it, you can take that and apply it to anything, mm. you know, like people, I don't think really understand how difficult it is to become a successful musician, you know, to start a real estate development company before you're 30 years old, Yeah, you know, like to start up a podcast and keep it going week after week when we have to wake up at four in the morning four or five in the morning to shoot this center. Our, number one center ourselves, yes. do these things, yes. and then present ourselves like, yo, to do these like things. People yeah. think we're lying, but it's like, yo, dead ass. Like, I have to wake up. I have to go garden before I shoot the podcast. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, because, and you, like, we talked about this last night when I called you. And oh, people, yeah. people don't even realize how, like, quote unquote, professional, like, we have to be to even get this done. But, like, I had to call you and be like, all right, bro, like, we need to finish up, you know, the pod by 7.45 because I got to be out the house 8 o'clock at the latest. I got yeah. meetings from... Eight, I got some at three, I got some at 12. And that's how our days and weeks are. But because we're devoted to it, because why? What we want from this is so much greater than the effort it takes to do it. Mm. You know, what the benefit that we get at, like you said, like when you woke up, your initial inclination was like, yo, I don't want to do this. I literally, like, 
I shit you not, I woke up and I was like, bro, I heard the birds chirping. I was like, oh my God, you know, I, I knew it was time to present myself and, and to talk about these topics that I had in my mind. But I just put the cover over my head and I was like, bro, I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to do this, right? Mm. And then like, I don't know, like it's, it, it, now it's a more natural reaction for me to be like, just get up. Mm. That's the first thing, just get up because if you lay in your bed, you're more susceptible to go back to sleep, you know? So I just woke up. I'm like, okay, what do I have to do? So I was like, okay, it's 6.10. I was like, all right, the podcast, we need to set it up. So I got all the stuff I unplugged from my room, came here and set it up. And it was nice because it was a sense of tranquility. It was quiet. No one's talking to me. And I was like, I have time to center myself. Because centering yourself isn't always, you know... Oh, I'm gonna, mm, you know, it's not always like that. It's just doing something that brings you back to reality, you know, brings you back to yourself. Exactly, it brings you back to yourself. True self. And so that that helped me out a lot. And I like the point that you said, where it's like, do people actually want to be successful, or do they want to stunt that they're successful? And well, two conversations I had. One with you and Wyatt about the Instagram influencer thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. that's where we brought it up. Yeah, that's where okay. we brought it up. But one that really struck on me was um, Childish Gambino was having an interview. This is, like, when he made, like, camp, like, old, old yeah, days. Yeah, 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 a while ago. So he was talking, and he was like, everyone says, like, oh, like, uh, you have to have something wrong with you to, to mix or to make music. And he's like, everyone wants to believe that. And he's like, and he was pretty much explaining that people come up to him and be like, what equipment do you use? What plugins do you use? What software do you use? How do you make your beats? And like, they keep asking questions. And then, then they're asking, what are you doing that I myself cannot do? And he was like, it's because you simply don't want to do it. You're not doing it. Like, you're not doing it and you're not, you're not enjoying it. And so I learned throughout like the last year that it's way deeper than the music. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought for a long time success was having people in my corner or people I don't even know be like, oh, no, you are the greatest in the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you are. Da, 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 da. But that's not it. You know, like success for me is like taking care of myself. Success is having a good relationship between you and Wyatt. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's different definitions of success. So I think when you remove this uh, societal standard, like, you really get to know yourself and you and you start accepting uh, uh, the things about your life and start caring about that more than the outside influence. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. The... And I'm not perfect at it either, by the way. Like, I'm I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I got this shit together. <laughs> Bro, no, that's, that's, that's literally what I was trying to say, though, is yeah. like from the opposite side of that, though, is like as much as we talk about you being a successful music artist, you know, mm-hmm. me being a successful real estate developer, it's like, all right, we're still human. Yeah. You know, we're still, you still have that emotion where you wake up, you know, we have this pod. I guarantee you, even us just doing 26 episodes of this pod, we've probably done more episodes than like 95% of podcasts because mm-hmm. 90% of them probably don't make it past episode three. You know what I'm they saying? They say the average podcast uh, dies off after episode 10. My nigga, I'm, I'm saying like, <laughs> I, and the reason I had to say that is because like, bro, I've, I swear to you in the past year, I know personally like three, four people who have started a podcast were the only people still doing it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Most of them didn't get past episode one. Mm. <laughs> You know, and that's not disrespect to them, but it's it's a it's more so pointing to this, right? Going back to it, you 
wake up today on the day of our podcast and you don't want to do it, but you still did it. And yeah. that's the difference maker. It's not that we don't have these feelings, okay? I, on average, you know this, on average, six days a week minimum, minimum, I work out. Yeah. You know this, like, for fact. Like, bro, I'm seven days. If people average that, I probably get eight workouts in a week, <laughs> right? I don't want to do it 80% of the time when I leave the house. Mm. I don't want to. But it's not about how I feel then. Just like it's not how I feel 20 minutes before we start the show. It's how I feel right now while we're doing the show. It's how I feel when I finish my workout, when I'm in the middle of it. Bro, sometimes I finish my workout where I'm in the last 20, 30 minutes, and I know in that moment, I'm like, I got a good-ass workout in today. Like, and I feel good. Yeah. You know, same thing where it's like, yo, I'm talking to Ahmed, and like, yeah, my time might be like, and I might be like pressed for this, and I might feel some sort of way when I wake up, like, ah, I wish I could have just leave and go start this and that. Let me get my workout in. When I leave here today, I'm going to feel better for having done this. And that, the fact that we're able to put that into perspective, that it doesn't matter how we feel when we start, but it's about how we feel when we finish, mm. is going to ultimately let us achieve our goals and why we continue to push this podcast and why it's continuing to grow. And not just this podcast, but in every area of our lives we're successful because yeah. we take that same energy into everything that we do. Mm. You know? We take that same energy with everything we do. Exactly. And that's why, like, last point, cap it mm -hmm. off. We're not successful at individual things we do. We are successful because success is a byproduct of who we are as people and the way that we move. So it's not that, hey, we're successful at this podcast. It's everything we do is successful uh -huh. because of the way that we think, because of the way that we move. Because, because if it wasn't this podcast, it would be a TV show. If it wasn't a TV show, it would be a movie. If it wasn't a movie, it would be your music career. If it wasn't your music career, it would be my... It uh -huh. doesn't matter what it is. It's the way that we do it. Yeah. I think I think that, that actually <laughs> that plays a really big role. I remember I was I forgot who I was talking to, and actually no, I was talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, yesterday I was journaling, right? And I was trying to flip through like to the last recent entry. Then I saw an entry that was from New Year's, and it was mm. describing everything that I've I've done, things that I feel very proud of, you know. And of course, some of it was career oriented, you know what I'm saying, but. A lot of it was personal. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm comfortable in the space that I am. I no longer uh, uh, let negative thoughts consume me. You know what I'm saying? Like, just things in that nature. And it's such a crazy thing. And, like, sometimes people don't believe it, but the truth will always win. And not truth as in, like, oh, you told a lie and you need to tell the truth. It's literally, like, being honest with yourself and how you feel about the things that you're doing. Like, if you know, like, mentally and, like, spiritually and emotionally, like, you're going in the wrong direction, wrong things will attract to you mad easy. And I'm not saying that in a stance, like, I'm better than you. No, nigga, I was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, before, I want to say before I was, like, 19 or, like, 20, the music and content I was promoting wasn't my honest truth. That was me reaching for clout. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just trying to fit in. I was just trying to be like, mm. you know, like, to prove to everyone that I can do this. And then there was a turning point where I realized, I was like, that's not what success is, you know? And it's crazy that you say, like, you know, like, even with the podcast or your music career or the real estate agent, it's so crazy that it's like, I've noticed it in you and I noticed it in myself that every single avenue that we attack, mashallah, we're very successful in it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it can literally be anything, you know? Like, and, and that's crazy to me because that just shows that it's like, well, one, we're a jack of all trades, mm-hmm. right? And then also, two, is that we're not afraid to try, you know? Like, the thing is, you know, I think the perception that some people might have on me is like, oh, he has it all together. Oh, no, don't. Like, he's he's doing what, he, you know, he's on his shit kind of thing. But in all honesty, I'm, I don't even consider I'm on my shit. I just consider it like I know I'm going to fail a million times. So why not try and possibly succeed after the 999,999 try? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, it's 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 just crazy to uh to see how your personal growth literally as a person directly reflects how your career goes as well. Mm. Yeah, man. Bro, like I said like and that's because success is cut from the same cloth. Mm. You know, like people always sell these books about like, yo, here's the secret to success. Here's the secret. I got it figured out. And it's like, there's no secret. You know, it's the same shit. You just don't want to do it. Mm. And like, and that's cool, but be honest with yourself. You know, like you were saying, like honesty, right? And like, I feel like we've talked about this before, but people don't realize the depths of honesty. You know, you need to be honest with yourself first so that you can be honest with other people. That means you have to be authentic. You know, people are naturally attracted to authentic people. In a lot of ways, like when people are having problems in their social life, in their romantic life, in their financial life, it's you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're the common denominator in every problem in your life. So (laughs) just like you're the common denominator in every success in your (laughs) life. So it's not about the avenue. It's not about the domain. It's about the methods and the mindset behind it, mm. you know? So it's like, the re- like I going back to it, like the reason, like, it's like you said, I have an abundance mindset about mm. everything, right? People are like, especially nowadays, they talk about, oh, you have to have an abundance mindset. You know, you can't be a simp. You gotta, you know, have an abundance mindset. And I'm like, bro, that's how I just think about shit naturally. Mm. Like, that's how I always thought about money. You know what I'm saying? Like I've I've always realized from when I was a little kid, I I noticed I was like, yo, the people that I know, right, with the most money, are the ones like the people who are giving away the most money are the ones with the most money. money. Yeah. And I was like, you know, and like I would I would notice they'd be so generous with their money. You know what I'm saying? And it was always broke people who were like mad stingy and like and I would be like, bro, like. You know, and I saw this quote one time. I remember, like, I was I was at, like, a little shop, and they had a quote, and it was, like, no one ever um, entered poverty from charity, mm. right? Like, no one ever, you enter poverty yeah. from charity. And then, like, as we've been reading in the Quran, and I've been, like, watching and whatever, like, bro, I fully 100,000% believe, like, you're only given to give. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like... My whole mindset, it's the same thing when people, like, you know how some dudes, they be like, oh, my God, what's her name? Mackenzie Bezos, like Jeff Bezos' old oh, wife. Oh, oh yeah. my God, she took, like, $70 billion, like, $30 billion, You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my God, like, I, if my wife took half, bro, dudes who worry about their wife taking half are broke. Mm. The only people who think like that are broke people. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel like, you know, you shouldn't set up prenups or you shouldn't whatever. Okay. I'm not getting into that conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the mindset behind it. Oh, Jeff okay. Bezos, okay. less than a year after divorcing his wife, he has like three times as much money as he had before. 
He was. I don't think he was really worrying about it. And that's what I'm saying <laughs> is that is that broke people focus on losses. Mm. Winners focus on winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a growth mindset, you have an abundance mindset uh, in your relationships, what's the difference about thinking about it from women? Or if you think about it in, sorry, <laughs> in money, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you think about that in terms of money, in terms of, yo, money's always coming to me, so I don't mind giving someone $50 if they need it. Say, how mm-hmm. many you come to me, you're like, yo, bro, I really need this. Here's $20. It's okay, because I know I'm going to get 2000 over here. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's that sort of mind. And same thing that like, yo, if the relationship doesn't work out with a girl, it's okay. Because I know in the grand scheme of things, I'm going to find a better one over here. Mm. Okay, I have a question then. Yeah. I, I was laughing because you said, um, you know, when it comes to your finances, whether it comes to your emotional intelligence, like all these other things. And then you said the common denominator is you, mm. right? I know a lot of people who always point the finger and be like, niggas ain't shit. <laughs> bitch ain't shit. you know what i'm saying like they mm-hmm. and they always point it or they're like oh it's my parents oh it's school oh it's you know what i'm saying and like, of course these are external factors that definitely influence you in some kind of way so my question i guess to ask you in order to give them advice is how do you refrain from always pointing the finger at other people instead of understanding that hey it's actually me that's affecting these things because mm. it's hard I don't think it's an easy transition to do you know like if someone is consistently like throughout their entire life has always blamed others for their failures and has always blamed others for whether it be like a, a, a passive aggressive moment or you know whatever they never took accountability right it's kind of hard to change to a, an abundance mindset so how do you do that Man, I don't I don't know what the switch is. Mm. You know, like I don't know what it, it like for a lot of people it's reading a book like The Secret or Thinking Grow Rich, right? That gives them that insight that they need to like flip over and that's what it was for me. It was when I like was able to connect the dots, right? But fundamentally all it comes from is a belief that I am a part of the creator in some way or shape or form. Then that means that life doesn't happen to me. It happens through me. So I can interplay with this interface. You know what I'm saying? I can experience and move and manipulate different things. It's not all these things happening to me. It's not I got rained on. I chose to go out in a, for a run in the in the rain. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I look at things just inherent. Like that, and that happened literally like a couple of days ago. Like it was raining and I went out there in the morning and I had a seven mile run schedule. And I'm like, all right. I like I would prefer not to start my run <laughs> when it's raining. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter with the, because I want to do this, so I'm going to run through it. Mm. You know what I'm saying like literally. <laughs> you know, I don't know what the what the flip is besides a genuine belief that I can manipulate the world around me. Besides a genuine belief that I am God. Besides a genuine belief that this is just a test. All right. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Break that down because I feel like I understand exactly what you mean when you say I am God, right? Yeah. But to someone that's random, like, oh, let me check Brotherly Love podcast. And the first thing you hear is, I am God. <laughs> Who? Yeah. I am God. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's a that's something that Kanye said, you know, and, and he got a lot of criticism for. So when you say I am God, what what do you mean by that? I think people just 
a lot of times criticize things that they can't comprehend or understand. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's a valid criticism. When I say I'm God, what I'm saying is that I believe in the divinity, right? I believe in in a greater source, like a greater power. I believe in a God in that sense, in in in, in a in a spirit form, and I believe that part of that spirit is in me. You know, people talk about be, feeling awakened or feeling inspired, for instance, or they feel like God called them to do something. I, th- I think the same thing, except that I constantly try to acknowledge that spirit within me mm. everywhere that I go. And in that way, God walks with me. And in that way, I am God. You know, I'm not God as, you know, you're not going to pray to Luffy. Luffy's the human flesh that contains the spirit of God, of God. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just the same spirit that's in you, the same spirit that's in everyone. It's just a lot of people don't, can't connect their human flesh with that internal spirit. So you don't see them awakened, Mm. you know, but there's a lot of other people that when you look at them and you see how they move and you see the energy that they bring, you say there's something different with this person. They have a sparkle in their eye, they glow, whatever. That's a spirit that's connected to the physical world through that body, mm. you know? So I think, I believe I'm, I'm, a, I'm a vessel of God. I believe that I'm a steward of God. I believe that God works through me. This is my human flesh. And for that to happen, God must exist within me. Mm. So I am God in that sense. And that's where I get a lot of my power, you know, yeah. from believing in stuff like, and then people are like, yo, that's crazy. It's like, it's crazy until it works. You know, it's like, you can call him crazy and I don't want this to divulge into a conversation about Kanye, but it's like, you can call him crazy, but if if he's successful in the things that he sets out to do, how crazy is it? How crazy are you that you don't even try? Mm. You know, he, he actually should look at you like you're crazy because you're content. You know, at least he's trying. And just going back to it, like, he ran for president, he didn't succeed. You know, I started a million businesses and didn't succeed. But he still started this, and you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like it, he still tried. He and still tried because he knew that's that what's important. Even if he failed in one thing, he's like, okay, I'll try something else. Yeah, you know? people. History doesn't remember people who didn't try. Mm-hmm. You know that's why we remember Edison. You know, it took him a thousand or whatever tries. WD forty. It was the fortieth iteration of that. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas got to try, and that's yeah. the issue. Is like so many people are worried about looking like failures that they don't realize the biggest failure that you can be is a never-trier. That's interesting. Uh, In terms of the connection with God and the spirit thing, I believe that wholeheartedly, too. Like, Mm. I feel like, especially in, like, the past year and some change, like, there was... I don't know. There was, like, an internal uh, understanding of my purpose here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, to serve others and to provide love in any way I can. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with the the rituals that I have, I have overflowing love, you know what I'm saying? And always give it out. Um, and it, it's crazy because I believe that there's spirits in everything, like mm. whether it be grass, trees, cats, dogs. Yeah, the inanimate too. Yeah, and that, like everything. Like, I remember I put I put that in a song, but I remember like, it was crazy. I, you know the uh, the Dollar General thing that we mm-hmm. have across, uh, yeah, across the neighborhood? I went and I parked, right? Randomly, this cat came out of the sewer and just stared at me. And I was just staring at him back. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> like, where'd you come from, right? Yeah. And then, like, I got out of my car, and, like, he got kind of scared. So he went away. I was like, ah, oh, whatever, right? 
But it was the fact that he came back and he was on the hood of my car and he was just chilling, waiting for me. I was like, and I just took a second. I was just like, what does this mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this a protection? You know what I'm saying? Like, what does that mean? And, and I think that's so important to understand that not everything is of the flesh. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it is, is spiritual. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be people's decisions, people, how they feel about themselves, or even when people feel lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, when a lot of times when people feel, like, genuinely lost and they don't know what they're doing, it means there's a disconnect between them and their spirit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not connecting with their higher self. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and your higher self is you. It's not anything different. It's literally still you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just the future future self of you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another point that you said. I forgot. Uh, trying. Mm-hmm. You said Kanye. Trying. Um, damn. <laughs> this happens a lot. It does. It's uh, fine. Because we be ranting. I'd be, yeah. I'd be ranting. I know that. No, I, I rant a bunch of times on here. I love it. It's, it's fun. <laughs> Uh, let me. I'm, is it fine if I completely change the topic? Yeah. yeah okay. Of yeah. course. All right. I wanted to just completely change the topic real quick. Yeah. We're putting a sound effect. Um, I wanted to ask you about the Kevin Samuels effect. <laughs> His man just bust out laughing. Bro, I'm in like two or three group chats. Mm-hmm. They talk about him nonstop, right? And. I, I, okay, let me just yeah, ask go, the question. Let me ask ahead, the question. Go ahead, go ahead. And, and, and it'll let you have the air to do it. Yeah. Why are so many people drawn to Kevin Samuels? Mm. I think the main reason why people are attracted to Kevin, to Kevin Samuels is that when he's saying these words, now, of course, like, sometimes I will admit, I'm like, uh, that, that was a little too harsh. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, though, there's truth behind what he's saying, you know? Um, and I remember you brought him up a bunch of times, like, yo, Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels. I was like, who the hell is Kevin Samuels? I don't know what you're talking about. And then in my group chat, they started talking about him. They're like, yo, like, watch how he he um, he set he set this girl in her place, right? And I was like, that's so, like, you know what I'm saying? It sounded so bad. I, I didn't click at the time. I was like, I was like, ah, whatever. You know, they, they always send links. I was like, it's cool. And then I was on YouTube and I I subscribed to this channel called No Jumper. Right? I know No Jumper. Yeah, so it's like an interview thing in Los yeah, Angeles. Adam. Yeah, yeah, Adam, Adam twenty two. And I was like, yo, I love how he interviews people and stuff. It's so like interesting. And then it says the Kevin Samuels interview. I was like, yo, all right, I have to click on it now. You know, what I'm saying it's all over. And then I I started to. Did you watch that one? I saw yeah, that. yeah. I saw like over half. I still have a little half okay. to finish. Um, and he was just discussing where he started from, how he started moving with the business and how like beforehand he was only really talking to men about, you know, their situations and explaining it from a third eye, not, oh yeah, third eye view pretty much of like, these are the reasons why you can't get what you want to get. Like a Mm -hmm. lot of times it's that it's like, oh, let's say, um, 25, um, I'm broke. I don't have da da da. I live like, at home. Live and at how home. come this IG baddie doesn't want me? And it's like, it's like nigga, cause you a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he and he'll say that, and it's just like, at first it's it's harsh, and I understand it. It turns people away. I, like I said, additionally though, like there's a reason why people keep coming back, or you know, women will go on the show at first being already have in their mind like what they're gonna say and be very. I wouldn't say necessarily defensive, but they're like kind of on attack mode, you know, and then he kind of just breaks it all down. And by the end of it, a lot of them are like, damn, you're right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and I think it takes 
it takes someone like Kevin Samuels to really set the record straight. Like it, like I said, at first you can be apprehensive towards it. You're like, ah, you know, a little harsh, but sometimes the harsh reality is the one that switch, like you said, hits the switch for you and you start understanding things. Mm. Yeah. What have you taken away from him? You have to be realistic with, especially with your wants, whether it be career, whether it be, relationship you know whatever it is and i'm not saying to to not be ambitious you should you definitely should be ambitious like if my mind was like yo i want to marry uh like like i said oh this quote-unquote ig baddie or this woman who is very high valued right Mm -hmm. and if i'm in a place currently where i'm not high valued if i work towards those things eventually i will reach that of course but if I just sit and complain and be like, damn, you know, these, these shawties ain't hitting me back, man. Like, what's going on? And it's like, okay, well, are you, what, what do you do? Nah, not much. I just smoke weed and stay in my mom's crib. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. So, um, yeah, I, I liked how he, especially in this, especially like the last recent year, like I think a lot of men have realized, and women too, um, have realized how important and what they bring to the table for other people and they no longer undervalue or undersell the things they can potentially bring like i think even with myself before i was like ah you know whatever i'm just a music artist you know i didn't consider myself much but then when i just started seeing things just move naturally like i'm not and it's so crazy i talked about this on on my my story one time i was like bro it's been seven months since i last dropped the song I'm still relevant though. Like people still look at my content. People still ask me, yo, when are you gonna drop this? Are you gonna make any, like people are anticipating my content for the reason that it was authentic. You know what I'm saying? It came from a place of honesty. And like like I said, there's a certain shift that you hit when it's like, oh, I'm not just some guy who just makes music every once in a while. It's like, no, I'm, I'm serious about this. And there is years of evidence that proves that. So I no longer consider myself someone that's just average. No, I'm high valued in training. Obviously, there's the crazy potential I want to hit, right? But I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the verge of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you, you have to start valuing what you do and what you bring to the table. Where do you think like people's unrealistic expectations come from? Is it social media? No. Or is it a lack of knowledge of self? I think it's self-awareness, number one. Number two, social media isn't the problem. Mm. Social media exposes who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I learned that from Gary Vee. I was like, damn, that's true. And then also, it's the idea of, oh, you can get anything you want. You can do anything you want. That is true. But there should have been something that's like, hey, if you're not actively working on these things, if you are not, you know what I'm saying, like working towards it, nothing's really going to happen. And I don't think that was stressed enough. I think it was always like, chase your dreams. You can do anything you want. And that was the positive side. But you can't leave out the negative or quote unquote negative as well. There needs to be a balance. Mm. And so I think a lot of times um, people have like false hope or false ideas of what they deserve, quote unquote, in the world. And I think that's the first like uh, error, you know? You don't deserve anything in this world Mm. at all. I don't care who you are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you're someone high value like Joe Rogan. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't deserve anything. He 
wants these things and he gets these things because he works towards them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. yeah. I I fully support you, bro. Fully, fully support you. I think that deserve word is like entitlement. It's it's pure entitlement, you know? And and it's it's wrong because like you said, man, like you, the world doesn't owe you shit. Yeah. Like there's people who work 70 hours a week and working three jobs that all pay minimum wage. They deserve to be paid more, but the reality of the situation is that's what they get. You know what I'm saying? Just like the reality of the situation is there's some people who work 30, 40 hours a week making $200,000. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not about, it's not some one-to-one ratio about I did this, so I get that. Mm. That's not how life works. Yeah. You know, life is about opportunity, preparation, placement, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of different factors like that play into it. And yeah, you working hard towards those things does play a huge role and it's the role that you can play. So can play it. I know you got to bleep all that out. <laughs> I bleep it out 90% of the time. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I left that out. But yeah. But, but, you know, like if, if there's something you can do, then you do it, you know, and Going back to the Kevin Samuels, you know, like, it's interesting for me when I watch some of his stuff because I've never thought about relationships in terms of, like, I deserve almost, Mm -hmm. you know, like, in terms of, like, I deserve this sort of person. And I was always taught from a young age, too, that, like, socially taught, not necessarily, like, from my parents taught, but socially, like, socialized to, to know that, like, as a man... If I want a certain type and caliber of woman, then I'm there's a lot of shit that I need to do. And so like yeah. I've been preparing I've been preparing myself for like the past 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. plus to be honest like yeah. and that's why it's crazy to me like when cuz I'm 25, right? And I'm about to be 26 and like when I look at the position, what? Your birthday is coming up. Oh yeah, yeah. it's in a couple of weeks. <laughs> hey, hey, turn up, turn up, turn up. <laughs> And so, like, when I look, for instance, at, like, where I've reached in my life, right? Mm-hmm. All of this was stuff that I've planned to do literally over a decade ago. And yeah. I've been working towards for over a decade. So, it's, like, when I see that, like, all right, I had this vision and then I had to execute and it took me over 10 years, like, to reach this point. And then I look on his show, for instance, and I still don't think, like, I deserve some this or that sort of woman. Like, I know what sort of woman is naturally attracted to me, what sort of woman I could probably get, you know, like I have mm-hmm. a pretty good idea. And it's crazy to me, like when I look on those shows, for instance, and then like some woman will come on and she'll be like, I'm just throwing out random things, right? Like I'm 35 and I have a kid and I've been divorced twice. And, um, you know, I just want a man who makes as much money as me, you know? And then I look at it and I'm just like, how did we reach a point where like, we're so disillusioned from like, like you can want whatever the hell you want, right? Like mm-hmm. just like you, like any man can want whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. But it's like you going back to it, like a matter of like, even, and the crazy thing is, is we're saying this as dreamers. We're saying this as the type of people who try a million times, like you said, and fail, right? Like, so like we're, we naturally think to think of the unimaginable. Mm. You know, and and to want that. That's how we're naturally programmed almost as people. I mean, it's like at the same time, we're telling people almost, right? Like, yo, like, you got to be realistic. So there is like a balancing act between these things where it's like, on one hand, I literally, 30 minutes or an hour before I come on the podcast, I'm telling myself in my affirmations, 
I am a billionaire. A billionaire. <laughs> These are my expectations, what I want as a, like I'm, I'm throwing it out there, right? In terms of my affirmations. The reality of the situation is I drive a truck that's almost as old as me. <laughs> no heat. The power steering is off. Like, you know, the, the whole ship, like there's so much like, there's such a big gap between them. And I, but the thing is, I still fundamentally believe I'll get that right. But along the way, I'm very cognizant of where I am. Mm. You know, like I'm, I don't expect a woman to treat me like a billion dollar man when I literally still live at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's just, it kind of just goes right back to self-reflection mm-hmm. and then also not really because even with myself, like I said, before I, I used to think that I deserve these things and then it's just, it's just not true, mm. you know? And I think I'm in, I'm on the... the Come up? The come up of it because I'm, I'm at a very young age and there's still a lot of things I have to learn. But um, that was a really great way to like wrap up the episode. I know it's very short, guys. Yeah. Not really very short. It's like 15 minutes short. Yeah. But we'll we're come, getting... We'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll come, we'll come back, back to, to this it. topic too, Kevin Samuels. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. We should definitely. do a whole episode on Kevin Samuels. A whole episode? I think we could easily do one. Because not on him specifically, but on the what, okay. created, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. what he has created. I'm down with that. The All, right. All right. We'll see what's up. Yeah. All right, guys. This is Ahmed. And Luffy. And this is the Brotherly Love Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace.